Welcome everyone back to the Umarpreneur Live podcast, where I interview Muslim entrepreneurs to share with you their stories, their experience, and really inspire you that you can achieve more in business and in life. And today I have with me none other than Sister May Zaki. Assalamu alaikum, May. How are you doing today? Alaikum assalam, Abi. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. My the pleasure is all mine. I'm really excited because. Uh, this is the earliest I've ever recorded a podcast. I know you know we were just talking right now in Australia. It's about 10 p.m. where you are. It's 8 a.m. where I am. So I really appreciate you just taking some time late at night to be here. Thank you so much. For no, that. No, thank you so much for you making the time early morning to, <laughs> to have this done. Thank you so much. Alhamdulillah. It's, the pleasure is all mine. I'm going to share with a little bit with the audience, you know, about you and what it is that you do. So Mezaki is... She's a certified professional in weight management, sports, and exercise nutrition. She's a certified life coach. She's an NLP practitioner and a certified naturopath, mashallah. So she's the founder of Rashaka by May. And this is where she helps you know Muslim moms achieve their health and weight loss goals in an effortless way without torturing themselves and going through various fad diets, right? And also, uh, she's the author of a book called Mind Over Tummy, how to finally win that battle with the skill. So mashallah, a very accomplished businesswoman that I have with me here today. And I'm so excited to dive into, you know, your story, your experiences, uh, and learn more about you today, inshallah. inshallah. So let's start really by asking you a, a very simple question that I think is a great place, you know, to start, which is, can you share with us the journey that inspired you to become an entrepreneur and start your own business as a coach actually uh, i wasn't really aware that there is something called entrepreneurship and mm -hmm. what's entrepreneur in the in the first place i didn't know this word uh, all i wanted to do is coach women i wanted mm -hmm. to help women break the cycle of yo-yo diet once and for all this mm -hmm. was my aim so i started like I was really intentional of who I wanted to coach and who I wanted to work with um, when I started. But I didn't had in mind the idea of having a business and having mm. a clear offer. I want to have a program, but what is it about? All of these things, I didn't have any idea. Mm. And then over time, when you go into the business and you start networking with other women and and networking with other coaches, you start to see business coaches coaches like, what do you do? What do you coach women to do? And here I started to know that there is something called branding and content and stuff like that and how to build a business. So I it wasn't a choice. I was attracted to the journey and I love it. And of course, I had a lot of battles in, in the beginning of this uh, journey, but I feel I'm very proud of myself and I feel that it was a very great decision to take the journey from the beginning and take all the, the like, all the struggles, challenges, and overcome them all, and to be in this place. So I'm really grateful for the whole journey, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. What was the moment that inspired you to, you know, go and decide that you wanted to help Muslims, you know, lose weight and become healthier in their bodies, more energetic? Okay, so the <laughs> thing is, I myself started dieting when I was only 13 years old. I started dieting like every other teenage girl wow. in the whole world. I wanted to have this uh, fit in these standards, fake standards. Mm. So whenever you are not fitting in these standards, you feel you are not enough. You feel desperate. So 
I was stuck in this yo-yo diet cycle, desperate yo-yo diet cycle for almost 20 years. I got married and I lost weight and then I gained weight. All of these up and downs of the cycle until I came here in Australia five years ago. So I'm a first generation migrant. I came with my family uh, for a better future, so future, of course, for my kids. And as you know, Abby, we face a lot of challenges to find a job. So everyone was like, you don't have a local experience, uh, try to find something else to study or to renew your qualifications or stuff like that. So I decided to go for nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I had like six months until I was, I decided what course should I go for? Because I saw there are kind of qualifications for uh, six weeks you could be a health coach you could be a health coach for almost 100 bucks like mm. a lot of challenges i found like a lot of uh, you know like secrets i didn't know about until i went through the weight management uh, qualification and i was really shocked to know how easy it is to be in a good shape mm-hmm. it's all about your mindset i didn't know about my mindset before so I had this mission. I wanted to tell every single Muslim mom, you don't have to struggle anymore with your weight. It's very easy once you shift your mindset. Just shift your mindset and you can enjoy whatever you would like to enjoy in moderation, of course, and you will just release these excess fats for life. Mm. So I started from here. Like Since I knew how easy it is, I wanted to share this message and I wanted to coach women everywhere that it is easy to get in shape, healthy, effortless, and in an enjoyable way as well. Mm-hmm. Mashallah, I love that. I really love that. And it's, uh, it's an interesting journey that you've been through. And something that you share is interesting. I want to learn more. You're talking about, you know, that the main thing that you need when it comes to, you know, being healthier, losing that weight is, is the mindset. I want you to share a bit more about that because I'm actually someone who is, uh, you know, actively, you know, into fitness as well. And, you know, I'm always, I'm always like, you know, very strict with, all right, what should I be eating? How many proteins? What's my calorie count for the day? And I'm like, mindset, first time I hear about that. I want you to share more about that with me, please. Maybe there's a secret I don't know yet. No, actually, um, when it comes to mindset, to be honest, it's completely different from you to me, right? Because we as moms, um, mindset is like, is not enough. Mm-hmm. We have to shift the whole identity of a Muslim mm-hmm. mom. To be honest, we struggle a lot with our self-belief. Mm-hmm. The first question I ask to anyone who wants to to be like to come to my program, mm-hmm. I ask her, "Do you really believe in yourself that you can achieve your goal?" And she looks at me and she says, "No, I don't believe in myself." You know what I mean? So that's why I'm dedicated and my programs are dedicated to Muslim moms because we struggle. It's not about mindset. Mindset is very shallow. We struggle deep in our whole identity. So when it comes to the mindset in general, that we shift our mindset from just being very strict and treating our body in uh, like this body hatred kind of relationship into body love kind of relationship. We just listen to the body signs. Just this. Once we focus on body love, we completely forget about 
this kind of our love towards food because we are Arabs. I'm Egyptian, so I always say, I always say the love of food is my DNA. I love food; it's in my blood. I cannot like food, rice. You know what I mean? But once I shift my mindset to my body love, my health, I should be grateful for this, uh, like gift, ultimate gift of health. Mm-hmm. I completely enjoy my rice, enjoy my favorite food in moderation. Mm-hmm. I don't overeat. This is the kind of moderation and mindfulness that we are looking for, the sweet spot, as we say. Mm. That's a very beautiful concept, mashallah. I really, really like what we're tapping into here. And um, so far, mashallah, I'm learning a lot. So I want to I wanna continue asking a little bit more about that. Now, uh, of course, you... You right now you work with with women to help them, uh, you know, achieve those weight loss goals and uh, and inshallah, you know, you know, at least you know, change, shift their identity. And that's interesting because I think even in entrepreneurship and in our courses as well, in our programs where we work with our students to help them start and grow online businesses, a lot of the work that we need to do is mindset related work and it's identity related work, really helping them believe that they can achieve the goal, they can build the business they've always been dreaming of you know and that it is possible because if they don't believe so they'll never really put in the work to get there so it's really interesting that you also share this concept for weight loss as well that you say this also applies in this field right here exactly Exactly. amazing and i want to ask you why did you focus specifically on helping muslim moms right you could have just said you know i want to help all women but you specifically focused on muslim moms what made you you know what motivated you to take that decision Two things, to be honest, I like to be an authority. Like, I don't like to play small, okay? So I like to play big. So mm-hmm. playing big is being an authority. So when you when you focus on being an authority, you have to hyper-target a micro niche, all right? Mm. So this is my micro niche because when it comes to Muslim moms, I'm a Muslim mom who struggled a lot through once I was like a teenager till now. So mm-hmm. I know what we go through a lot. This is my thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. And the, the second, uh, because I don't work one-to-one really often. So my programs are recorded. All right. So I have to make sure that anyone who is enrolled in my program to know what's going on in there. So they they know that they are investing in the right in uh, course and they are the right fit. I use uh, like a holistic approach, all based on our sunnah, and actually it's based on how to eat the third of your gut, as the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us and taught us before. So I cannot like invite someone, not Muslim, to come into my program you know what i mean if she wants to come if she's like christian or anything she wants to come she's more than welcome but at least she knows what is waiting for her you know what i mean that's beautiful so i love that you've incorporated and that's interesting uh and that answers my question beautifully that you've incorporated you know specific lessons that mainly your niche will be able to understand, right? Only Muslim moms will be able to understand, you know, these lessons that you're going to take from the sunnah, whereas someone outside of Islam might not understand and relate to that, right? And it's interesting because in business, that really is one of the, uh, the, the foundational principles that you need to follow when you're building your business, right? What niche are you focusing on? Who is going to be your target audience? And then how can you really create something that resonates with them, you know, perfectly, 
you know, that, that really speaks to them, right? That that is catered to that audience. Um, and, you know, when you first launch your, your business, I'm sure, um, you know, you decided that you wanted to first work with a few clients, then you developed your program and there were certain steps involved. I want to know a little bit about the launch, right? Because a lot of people, you know, that listen to this podcast, they're maybe thinking of starting a business or they want to just get started. What did you do at first to market your services and get your first few clients when you just launched your business? Actually, I didn't think of launching, to be honest. And okay. that's um, like a message to anyone who started starting mm -hmm. out. Don't really freak out about the details. Like you mm -hmm. can get clients. You don't have to make it things complicated to get clients. You know what I mean? Like I started by, uh, I didn't know anything about content writing. I didn't know about website. I didn't know anything. So I just had my cards design on Canva uh, and I started to talk to my friends I'm doing this 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 blah 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 and even I was at a dentist appointment at a, a dentist and he's a friend of a, f a family friend and I told him look I'm starting this this I'm coaching women to do this and this but it's not a weight loss kind of typical weight loss thing it's holistic and I started to talk about what I do and he said you know what you have to go to my wife right now she's having a uh, like a breakfast brunch something with her friends they are gathered there you have to go they all need to lose weight mm. and he called his uh, wife and she said yes let her come in you know what i mean and they were all waiting for the nutritionist to come <laughs> to speak <laughs> about the weight loss thing uh, and they are wait they were waiting for the secret of weight loss mm. and i started to talk about the sunna way and how it's very easy it's all about the mindset why we are complicating things we have already a lot of challenges as moms we don't need another challenge as a weight loss uh, challenge so that's it i signed three clients Amazing. And they were like, uh, I told them, like, uh, do you mind to have, like, to be coached as group, like three women? And they were just fine. You know what I mean? That's it. So you don't have to be really, um, take it easy, you know, have fun with it. Have fun. Mm -hmm. Just talk with passion about what you are doing. You will find ways. You will find ways. And till now, I'm not really good with social media. Still, I uh, sign high clients, yeah, name. Uh, like my my one to one is uh, high ticket offer. Still, I sign them yeah. through LinkedIn with just cold messaging or like someone comment on my post. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. You don't have to really like uh, complicate your mar mm -hmm. marketing strategies. It's all about effortless and um, unperfect action. We can say. 100%, 100%. I love that, mashallah. And that's a really, really great advice that you just dropped here. So I hope the people are taking notes uh, and, <laughs> listening and listening to this because this is a really, really great, mashallah. Thank you for that. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because uh, one thing one thing that you, that you mentioned in what you just said right now, right, is that these women were looking for uh, the secret, right? And I think that's one thing that I want to ask you about because in the, in the business world, it's the same thing, right? A lot of people... They want the quick fix. They want the, you know, six figures in 60 days, right? How can I, you know, make this much amount in the, in, in the shortest amount of time to get rich quick, right? Um, and in weight loss, of course, there's also a little bit of that, right? Like here's the secret on how you can lose 20 pounds in 30 days and whatever it is. And, and there's a lot of, you know, fad diets and misinformation going around. Now, is that something that you have to overcome with your clients? Is that part of 
you know, your education that you walk them through to, to overcome, you know, this kind of get rich quick mentality, or in your case, you know, the lose weight quick mentality. Yes. Yes. It's, it's the biggest challenge we all face the mm. kind of the quick results, the rapid mm. results as thank you so much for even mentioning this in business because everyone now like hit six figures in six weeks. Mm. Like, no, we are not drug dealers. We are building <laughs> businesses. <laughs> like yeah. it has to take time. You know what I mean? Everything transformation takes time. If you really need this, um, re realistic transformation, long-lasting transformation, you have to be clear that it takes time. So my first thing, like some people comes to me and ask me, May, if we register with you, uh, how, like, how much we will lose a week? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not a butcher. I will work with you. You have to work on your mindset. There is no kind of um, magic stick. I will touch you and you will just drop the, the sizes, you yeah. have to do the work. Sometimes you have underlying causes like um, hormonal imbalances. You could have like mindset issues, uh, overcoming uh, emotional barriers more than the physical barriers. You know what I mean? So yes, it is a, ch a huge challenge for the, uh, like it's for the whole generation, to be honest, not only in weight loss, like the quick uh, results, it's a big challenge to start educate your clients that it will never happen this way. You know what mm. I mean? If yeah. you are really wanting this kind of long-lasting transformation, you have to be patient. And this is my own like challenge as a coach to educate women that you have to be patient. Mm -hmm. I love that, Michelle. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And it's definitely an important thing to overcome. I think, you know, with, with every... Every person that wants to achieve something, uh, I think, you know, we're conditioned with with everything around us in terms of marketing and just the society that we have. Everything is instant, right? Everything is just you want something, you order it, you order Amazon Prime next day, right? Next day shipping. Yes. So, so unfortunately, we kind of lost, you know, that patience when it comes to achieving, achieving things, you know, in a long amount of time. But anything that truly is worth it in life takes a lot of time to nurture, whether that's a great relationship, whether that's a great body or whether that's a great business. Right. Um, so it's kind of a lot. I mean, the things that are worth it takes a lot of, take a lot of effort. Um, you know what, Abby, yeah. maybe this is even the psychology of human being. We mm -hmm. are in a hurry, always in a hurry. Even this is mentioned in our Quran. That's why all the weight loss industry, even in business these days, all the kind of uh, ad advertisement we see, it's about quick, fixes quick results so once you don't hit this quick result you have this complete devastation and like you are in a desperate state they leave you desperate more than before yeah definitely 100 percent, 100 percent. and that's something that as coaches when you work with your clients it's that much harder to overcome i want to ask you is this the most common mindset challenge that people have with losing weight that you found when you work with your clients or is there also something else what's the most common challenge that you usually have to overcome with your clients is this it or is it something else in your opinion mainly mainly it's the rabbit kind of uh, right. uh, results right. and where we can find the motivation they always mm -hmm. look for motivation as something external while it's some something inside us it's internal so we have to tap to our own why and sometimes it's scary so for some women because we are deeply hurt by our body image so sometimes they don't want to face the true um 
real cause of the of the weight issues. Mm. So these is are the main kind of challenges. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes like they say, May you said effortless. They don't want to do the the homework. You know, like <laughs> you have to do the homework. Believe it or not, I don't have to come and feed you like myself you have to do the homework you have to do the meal prepping you have to do the journaling so it's mainly these kind of things that they are not 100 percent ready mm -hmm. i get that and you know why is it important in your opinion for people to to maintain a healthy weight or even just to you know be mindful of what they eat and and, and be mindful of their body because a lot of times someone might not be overweight, right? And they might say, well, I'm not overweight, so I'm healthy, right? So is that necessarily true? And do you work with women that aren't necessarily overweight, but they just want to be healthier? Um, to be honest, no, I didn't have this kind of uh, case before, but mm -hmm. I have it with my son because my son is in is in his teenager, like age of uh, like mm -hmm. his teenage. So he's like, um, he wants to be in a good shape and he's something called um, uh, skinny uh, skinny fat like right. he's skinny but he's having some kind of uh, he doesn't have like muscle mass all right, right. so i, I have called an ectomorph i think um he's ectomorph but because of some kind of incident before he like added like he stored some fats around his belly so right. he wants to get rid of these but he, Compared to his normal friends, he's completely normal because I'm a nutritionist, so I always educate him like, you don't have to leave yourself because you're skinny, you don't leave yourself. Sometimes you store, your body is stored fats. But to be honest, the scales, the bathroom scales have nothing to do with health, mm -hmm. actually. And it's not the perfect kind of um, uh, like standard we look for. We look for other things too like for the uh, fat composition like the body composition the fat percentage in your body the muscle mass we look to how like uh, do you drink water a day uh, how much protein as you said before how much protein do you eat uh, do you have good amount of sleep quality sleep uh, hormonal balances a lot of things it's not about only the scale it's a lot of things because as you mentioned Ectomorph is different from endomorph. So we have to educate our clients as well about different body types and different body shapes. So we accept our differences. We don't fall into the um, this trap of comparison. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. I get that. No, definitely. And in your, in your opinion, why, uh, why, why do you feel that? Uh, or I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask this a little differently. Do you feel that if someone is, um, you know, is, is that a certain way? Is, is, there, is there different challenges, let's say, uh, if you're 100 pounds overweight versus if you're 20 pounds and you're trying to lose that little, you know, that last bit, you know, is there different challenges and a different approach for, for these two yes. different situations? Yes, they're completely different because okay. if they are 100 pounds overweight, they are very easy to lose weight uh, mm -hmm. in the first couple of weeks. Okay. They will see instant results, as we, we say. Mm -hmm. For these kind of 20, 25 pounds, yeah, it takes time. It takes more effort to lose these kind of, uh, of weight. So they need to have this patience, strong patience. You have to have time to educate them about 
sustainable uh, baby steps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And I want to shift this conversation a little bit towards business uh, once more and, and coaching a little bit to understand your perspective, your approach, maybe your style with your clients. Um, I want to know, in your opinion, what do you think are you know, some of the top skills that are needed to be a good coach? I would say top three skills that you found have really helped you in, in coaching your clients and helping them get results. To be honest, Abby, we as Muslim coaches, we really need to look for um, un to have this unshakable confidence in ourselves. Mm -hmm. The coaching businesses are booming these days, are booming. And still, we as Muslims, we still have this, as you said, the belief, the self-belief. We are not worth enough. We are not good enough. Uh, it's always about the Western societies or the Western expert. You know what I mean? Even when we look to ourselves as coaches, sometimes we don't invest in ourselves as coaches. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, to be honest, when I started like investing in myself, I was looking for a Muslim coach. I wanted to be a woman business coach, but I didn't find, um, like I was shopping for the coach, you know what I mean? So I didn't find someone that del will deliver my needs and my goals. So still I insisted to find a Muslim and Alhamdulillah, I found a Muslim brother who coached me through my business. So we have to like acquire this unshakable confidence in ourselves and we have to invest in ourselves a lot you cannot like ask someone to pay you as a coach and you didn't invest this amount of money in others in coaching like mentoring yourself you know what i mean in like to hire a mentor sometimes we ask coaches um, I want, like, I want to um, to sign this client for this kind of this amount of money, right? But did you invest this amount of money in yourself? And he was like, no, no way. You know what I mean? Like, our clients are always a reflection of ourselves. We don't have to spend fortune on marketing. We can have a post. We can have a live video. We can have like very easy to to get clients, but the, um, the quality client that you will be having or signing is a reflection of you. So we have to invest in ourselves. We have to, in, to believe in ourselves a lot. We have this unshakable confidence. And of course, we will invest in our mindset in then our skill set, in uh, our like um, coaching program offers, uh, sales calls, all of these can come later. But mm -hmm. at least we have a strong foundation of who we are, embody the identity of a, a good, confident Muslim. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Subhanallah. I'm really, really happy that you say that you say this and that you mentioned these points. And I completely agree that, you know, as a Muslim community, I think right now, alhamdulillah, at least I'm seeing more and more that there is more of a presence and awareness of Muslim entrepreneurs and Muslim business owners and Muslim coaches that is happening. And that's really, really nice. Uh, and there's definitely room for improvement there. And definitely, I want to see more of it, inshallah. And that's, you know, 
literally why we exist as entrepreneurs. So maybe through this podcast, we'll inspire someone. Like you are a very, uh, mashallah, brilliant example of this mm -hmm. to see a Muslim young man who is doing this amazing. And I told you, you are raising the standards. This mm -hmm. is what the, we want to see the whole ummah, mashallah. And inshallah, and I know that this generation, the generation to come, inshallah, we will be having great examples. Inshallah, inshallah, definitely 100%. And you talked as well uh, about a point that I wanted to highlight, which is, you know, if you're going to, you know, ask for a certain type of investment or charge high ticket, or essentially you want to build a business, now your clients are a reflection of you, right? And that's a very, very great point that you made because a lot of times as, you know, startup business owners, entrepreneurs, we want to get started and we're like, yes, I want to build a million dollar business. But then when it comes to investing, you know, 500 in just a small course to get started, it's like, oh, it's the hardest decision you have to make in your life. But it's like, why is that? You know, there's, it, it, it's it's like people don't expect to be, to you know be a doctor without studying you know to be a doctor but why do they expect to be successful in business without learning anything about business it's an interesting uh dilemma that i see subhanallah but completely agree with that so thank you for bringing up that point 100 percent. i want to ask you what are some habits that we can implement in our day-to-day -day lives so that we can be healthier if someone's just listening to this you're like you know i'm not overweight even maybe for myself here something that I can take away. Is there a certain habit or maybe something that you can give me as a tip that I can keep in mind to maybe be healthier about what I eat or just maybe lead a healthier life in general? Mainly the first thing I would say, being grateful. Like if you can practice gratefulness every single day, you would be completely effortlessly being mindful about what you are putting in your body and how you are like eating and how you are enjoying food because sometimes when i coach women they are afraid because of course of the diet culture out there uh, we get afraid of certain foods like chocolates mm -hmm. because we label it as unhealthy so women get freaked out oh my god i ate chocolate today so my advice like sit down and eat the chocolate and taste the chocolate and be mindful of what the chocolate really tastes so once we are grateful we'll be grateful for the chocolate and we'll not overeat because we are grateful and we will be grateful for the whole body and we will be nurturing our body with water with sunlight we will be doing all the effortless habits that we all know healthy habits like sleeping well uh drinking water eating salad of course taking care of your protein all of these things everyone know about it so just once you practice gratefulness you will practice all the healthy habits effortlessly inshallah mm. inshallah definitely that's really really beautiful wow that's that's an interesting <laughs> tip you know and you ask someone like yourself mashallah like a, a health and nutrition coach and a weight loss expert and you ask them you know, give me a health tip and you expect to hear something like, listen, reduce your carbs or, you, <laughs> yes, know, cut, know. you know, cut down your sugars. You know, maybe next time you go for dessert, hold back. We're like, you know what? Practice gratitude, practice gratitude for everything. And, and it's interesting because it, it's an interesting perspective. When you're grateful for what you have, you don't have to overdo it. Right? You don't have to, you can appreciate the little, uh, the small amount that you have. You don't have to go all in, you know, to try to enjoy the experience. So it's a very interesting mindset shift. And I really hope that people are taking notes because uh, these are some small tidbits of information, but I think if we truly apply them properly, they can make all the difference. Um, mashallah, so thank you for that. I want to ask you something that I ask every single guest before we dive into some audience Q&A. We have, uh, mashallah, a few questions that are that have come in already from some of our uh, viewers and listeners today. 
I want to ask you if you can meet uh, May from you know a, f a number of years ago when you were just getting started. You know, maybe you were just about to you know have that idea of you know maybe starting your own business, working with your own clients. You could tell her one thing. You could tell her one thing that she could hold on to throughout this journey of entrepreneurship. What would that one thing be for you? Um. Just don't be afraid of being alone because once you start to grow, um, I always happy from like from five years ago when I started to my business, I had this like um, mentality of playing big. All right. So I was carried to other coaches, like female coaches, my friends, I was carried to them because like, wow, how can you, how dare you think of like being so big in the industry of diets and weight loss and all of these. So people, when they get scared of you, they like, they stop talking to you. <laughs> so you have to know uh, to be emotionally resilient, you know, the emotional resilience to continue and to be by your own and to continue your journey by your own. Sometimes you'll be very lonely. <laughs> so don't be scared. You are in, in the right pathway. Just continue, continue. And you will be having this amazing life and you'll smash your goals. SubhanAllah, you're even like, I even don't like, I didn't have the goal, some goals. Like I didn't uh, think about writing a book and become best-selling. I wanted to write a book, but in five years, I didn't know that I would be writing it last year through the pandemic and it will become best-selling in UK and US. I have, of course, it was not in my whole list. Uh, I didn't have like a goal to be a columnist, someone to ask me to write a column on their web, uh, on their news, uh, like magazine. So you will have this amazing goals of yours and more and more subhanallah it's, we call it fatih from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm, i love that mashallah thank you so much for sharing that that was really really beautiful and i think that's a really great tip that everyone should keep in mind guys and it was a value bomb for sure so one one thing remember guys don't afraid of being alone and don't don't be afraid of being alone and you know when i hear you say that i start to think and remember about all these times throughout my journey where i did feel very alone and i did feel you know, like what I was going through, uh, you know, I just felt like, you know, there was no, no one to turn to, nothing to turn to in those initial stages where it was really challenging. And even to this day, it's still very challenging. But this is why, you know, if you have the chance to, and I'll tell this to my students, I think the best thing is when you have a community around you, other entrepreneurs that can help you out. And that's what we try to do at Omerpreneur, right? To bring our students into an environment where they have a community, they have other people that they can turn to. And, you know, they have that support system because I think it's so important. And I'm, if not in business, you really do feel like it's a lonely journey. And when there's other people that you can at least, you know, relate with and you can, you know, reach out to for support, it makes that journey that much, uh, that much easier. But I think every person needs to have that, you know, I think that that little thick skin where, you know, when the when the times get rough, you know, you got to push through it, even if it feels lonely, even if it feels like no one understands you, even if it feels like, you know, there's just you're on your own in this desert world of business. Inshallah, once you get to those goals and once you achieve those milestones, the journey will be worth it. And you'll look back and realize, wow, this was all so worth it. You know, it was yes. it was a beautiful journey. So thank you for sharing that. It was really beautiful. 
We have a few uh, questions from our uh, listeners that came in, and uh, I'd love to dive into a few of them with you. So, yes. uh, mashallah, lots of uh, questions coming in here. Uh, one is an interesting question, actually, because this is a diet that I've heard about a lot. So what do you think about ketosis or, or the keto diet? Which kind of diet do you advise to get an ideal weight as well as the best energy to maximize our physical and mind potential to work properly? So great question there. This is an amazing question. Mm. The best diet is there is no best diet at all. If someone mm. comes to you and tells you this is the best diet, he is a liar. There is no best diet. Every one of us is different. Our body reactions are different. Uh, our lifestyles are different. As I told you, Abby, you said I'm really uh, like um, mindful about the protein, stuff like that. Women are completely different. And when it comes to uh, body image, it's completely different than men. And when it comes to mom, it's more uh, like complicated. So. I cannot say there is a kind of this ideal body. I have my concerns about the keto diet, to be honest. And I don't really recommend it, especially if you don't have a health uh, condition that requires this keto diet, because keto diet is for health, some health conditions, especially mentally. If you don't have this disease and you don't, you, you don't really require this as uh, from your health professional, mm -hmm. I don't really recommend it. Uh, what I recommend is you think about your lifestyle as a change. Because if you got uh, you follow the keto diet for six weeks or four weeks even, you could have this ideal body. It depends on how much weight you want to lose. But once you, again, when you go back to your eating pattern, especially your love for food and desserts and uh, rice and the carbs, you will gain all the 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 weight again and maybe more and this i have seen in a lot of cases that i have seen and my network so as well so i don't really recommend going on to keto and i don't really recommend going on to a diet like fade diets for a certain amount of uh, time then going back to your eating pattern you will just ruin all your results and you will get this feeling of desperateness and you know what I mean? Like you will be really frustrated mm -hmm. and you'll feel like a loser. You know, it will increase your body hatred. So mm -hmm. I don't really recommend it. hundred percent. And it's interesting. I got to forward this to one of my friends who keeps trying to do keto and, and, and he's going to laugh when, if he hears this, I'm going to have to forward it to him. But, um, once yeah, a, by the way, because keto is all about the Western scientific things. All right. right. So I have to, mention this really clearly because one when they come to you and tell you this is a scientific uh, study said that the keto diet is blah 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 they don't mention that these studies are done on mice they didn't mention they don't mention that it's done on mice or human but it's done on mice this is one thing and from my own perspective as a muslim i always see like carbs are not bad for me because if it's it's bad for me allah subhanahu wa ta'ala won't create this whole amount of carbs for us to enjoy carbs are very important as a source of energy to our bodies depends on how we are using it so i always say the carbs are not the problem the fats are not the problem our behavior is the problem so subhanallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, So it's all about being mindful and we don't really eat, overeat things. 
Hundred mm-hmm. percent, I completely agree. And it's interesting because we have this discussion, and and I and I talked to him about it. And and one thing is about diets, as you mentioned, they're very restrictive, and it's completely unsustainable that you're able to keep it up for life. Like, there's no way you're not going to be able to have carbs for life. It's just unsustainable, guys. Eventually, you're going to go back to having carbs, and then what happens then? Right? Mm-hmm. Do you get it all back? Do you get it all back? No. And then it's you know, do you go? It's just it's it's too much. It's I can't do it. So thank you, thank you for that answer. I'm definitely going to forward it to to this. <laughs> And guys, forward this episode to anyone who wants to follow. Wants keto diet. Exactly. Wants to be honest, some, sometimes the, these diet trends, sorry to, to like no, take time ahead. over this, but no. the diet trends are like, to be honest, we as Muslims, we shouldn't fall into these diet trends. We are Muslims. Like, we shouldn't be, like, we should be smarter, like, this keto diet, it's again, not against, but like we have our fitra as Muslims, you know what I mean? And we have a Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told us how to eat, be mindful about the portion. And that's it. Why we are overcomplicating things. Mm-hmm. Uh, this fasting, these like two, three years, the fasting is booming. And it completely hurt me as a Muslim because we are Muslims and we are fasting for years and years and we are overweight for years and years. So it's not the fasting. <laughs> it's our, again, behavior towards the fasting and towards the food and towards uh, the health, the our body in general. I definitely know of a few people that gain weight during Ramadan so, so they don't lose weight. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, so. you, you, wait, you wait for 12 hours and you're like, all right, I'm going to eat more than I ever ate in the last, in the entire month. Uh, <laughs> Uh, thank you for sharing that. So um, uh, we're going to ask uh, another question here from one of our viewers. Uh, and this one's also really great. Could uh, Sister Mezeki let us know how a nutritionist should evaluate the nutritional needs nutritional needs of their customers? So how do you how do you kind of go through that process? Or do you do you kind of do a personalized plan? Go ahead. Yes, of course. If, um, if I'm seeing like if you are a nutritionist who is the, the, the one who's asking if you are a nutritionist, you should be having a kind of a complete body composition uh, for the, for your client, and you see what deficiencies deficiencies she is having, and if she is having a medical like uh, health condition, if she is having um, of course any kind of history. Uh, of imbalance, hormonal imbalances, all of these we take it into consideration. Any deficiencies like vitamins or um, hypothyroid, all of these things we have to look at as a complete image and we evaluate the what is good for them. Because most of my clients, to be honest, they have protein, like their protein levels in their body is low than normal. So we have to increase their protein. So it depends on everyone and the test done to everyone. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you sharing that. There's a business question as well. And that was asked by one of our viewers and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll take this as kind of like the last audience question. It's when you feel stuck with your business, do you advise business owners to change strategies or go back and review your whys again? So more of a business question here. Okay, so you always have to stick to your why. You have to remind yourself every day with your why. And you have to, once you know your why, you have to be clear as well about the persona you want to be. Your why do you, like, I'm starting um, just a business and I want to make a million dollars. So, okay, when, I'm a mi- when I have a million dollars, 
how I'm behaving mm -hmm. and start behaving like an owner of a million dollar business. Start to embody this kind of character and persona. So you are not sticking just with your why, you are just embody of the whole kind of business um, um, business owner. Mm -hmm. And whenever you're stuck with your business, to be honest, this is what I have learned and I learned it the hard way. The moment you feel you are stuck, this is the moment you just should push a little bit harder and al-fatih will be there, subhanAllah. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit harder because you have to stuck. Everyone has to stuck and everyone has to be like have this test, a big test. So you have to show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your consistency and your persistence and magic will happen, subhanAllah. <laughs> I really, really appreciate that, sister. You shared so much value uh, on this episode with us today. So many lessons that we've learned. So many takeaways that I'm going to, uh, you know, benefit from as well. Mashallah. So I really appreciate that. How can people connect with you, support you, you know, be even join your program if they're interested in, in what you offer? You, they can, of course, connect me with connect with me through Facebook, through LinkedIn. Instagram, any kind of social media. And for moms who are willing to, to transform their lives and bodies for the last time, I'm like, I'm planning a couple of huddles coming on, inshallah. Huddle is like my own kind of five days workshop, mm -hmm. but I call them huddle. I don't call them uh, this, um, this all kind of- um, The challenge. Um, challenge or boot camping no 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 i am against this terminology at all i'm against weight loss terminology to be honest it's all about gaining our health and identity back so they can like connect connect with me through facebook inshallah and they will know any kind of upcoming huddles inshallah all right guys so go and go ahead and make sure you search her up inshallah it's may zaki m-a-y space z-a-k-i i uh, will drop a link to uh, your facebook Facebook profile in the description and uh, episode notes. So if anyone wants to check that out, if you're listening to this or the recording, make sure to go and check that out, inshallah. Or alternatively as well, go and uh, take a look at her website, Rashaka by May. So that's uh, R-A-S-H-A-Q-A by May, Rashaka by May.com. And you can get some information there, inshallah. Sis, it was an absolute honor, Jazakallah khair, for, for joining us today. I really enjoyed this and hopefully we can bring you back on in the future. It's a little more maybe about some nutrition sure. health and weight loss tips in the future. Inshallah. Actually, Abby, I'm really grateful for you for making the time for me. Thank you so much. I'm enjoying this so much so far. The mm -hmm. one thing I have to leave, before I have to leave, I have to say it because Please. I cannot leave without saying it. Please, Please stop the word losing weight. Mm. Because losing weight, it's all about like uh, losing. It's all about um, this hard time of losing you are be a loser we don't want to lose our businesses we don't want to lose money we don't lose we don't want to lose, lose our keys even our phones so we definitely we don't want to lose weight we want to release the weight for the last time of our of our lives and to gain our health back so it's all about gaining our health and identity and confidence all right i'm really sorry to say it in the end but i cannot like I cannot I help it. You know I, mean? I love that. I love that. Well, there you go. That's the passion. And that's the kind of coach you are. The kind of coach that's not afraid to, you know, show up and be like, look, hold on. There's one more thing. 
I got to leave this message to my audience, mashallah. So guys, please go ahead and reach out. If ever, you know, you're interested in, in what she has to offer. Uh, she just, you know, devoted an hour of her time to share so many valuable tips with us today. So Jazakallah khair so much, sis, for, you know, joining us on this podcast. It wouldn't be, this podcast wouldn't be possible without people like yourself who take time out of their schedule to, you know, join me today. And it's 10 p.m., almost 11 p.m. now in Australia, guys. So uh, mashallah, definitely you have our full, full gratitude for being here. Jazakallah khair, sis. It was an honor. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, the, the pleasure was all mine. And guys, uh, you know the drill. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and rate the podcast to show your support. You can follow us on your favorite social platform, search for Omarpreneur. And of course, if you'd like help with starting your own online business as a coach uh, or even just as a service provider or consultant, you can book a call with us for free at omarpreneur.com slash call. We'll also leave the link in the description of the episode, inshallah. And we'll see you next time. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum.